Welcome into another episode of the Marvel Guys podcast. My name is Jordan. I am your host, and as always, I am joined by someone who somewhat wishes it was the West Coast right about now. How are we doing? Tired, man. Tired. Not. I'm actually not tired. I uh, feel pretty good. I feel like I could maybe uh, go the whole rest of the day and then sleep at a normal time. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it is currently 4.22 a.m. Uh, Central Time. We are just just coming off of watching the finale. Um, literally, we ended it about five minutes ago. And so this is going to be our first thoughts. We're kind of just diving right into it. Um, there's nothing we've talked about previously, so you will get our very first thoughts um, I guess the very first thing I would say is that basically, like always, absolutely nothing we guessed <laughs> actually turned out to be true, except for uh, I, I vision and, and white vision or spectral vision. Yeah. Um, they kind of combined, um, but it didn't really matter. <laughs> they just had like a difference of opinion and then came to um, somewhat of a conclusion. Uh, well, shout out to Mark for the, the spectral. Um, I got you. Uh, yeah, that was that was interesting, right? We, we got yeah. almost nothing that we thought was going to happen. And isn't that so true for pretty much everything? Yeah. I mean, it just seems like Marvel now. Like... <laughs> Just when you think you have things figured out, they completely hit you with a curveball. And I think most of it is we're always going to like over speculate and overlook things rather than, and they're going to try to keep things kind of simple. But at the same time, you know, uh, it, it's just too, that's what makes it so hard to predict what they're going to do. Like, because you don't know. The precedent has been set that like, you're not gonna know, like regardless of how much you think you do know, you're not going to know. It's but, our job to speculate. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's their job to be like, no, we can't stop at McDonald's. We have food at home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I felt. Um, I- I'm not gonna lie. Like early on, probably halfway through the episode, I felt kind of like super underwhelmed by it. But I gotta say, I, I really enjoyed it, and I love the direction that they're going in now. Uh, I, I mean, like I said, I did. I, I had that uh, uh, like the underwhelming feeling because there's a few things that were on my mind that were like, huh? And you know, I was like, wait a minute. Like, yeah. This is a little too far away from what I thought, which is fine, but like. Hmm. But as it went on, I was like, you know what? That's not that big of a deal to me. So, um, yeah, I thought number one, first and foremost, the I, the the reality that Peter Maximoff never was even a thing is is probably the biggest thing I'm upset about. That's the only thing I'm upset about in the entire WandaVision show. The only thing that I'm upset about is just. Peter Maximoff not being a thing. It makes sense because when you really look at the logistics side of things, like in the the IRL Marvel, how are they possibly going to resign every single person from that 20th Century Fox cast 
to, to do X-Men movies probably five years from now. So that it just doesn't make sense that they would do that. So it really was just like a tease from the beginning. Like when we first see him to now, it was just a tease. It was, well, no it's only a tease if you threw expectations on it. Uh, from their perspective, from Feige's perspective, he basically said it was like a reward. It was like, hey, you stuck with us all these years when he tried to get X-Men. So here's just a little piece of you know what you've liked in our show. Um, that doesn't mean anything's coming. And of course, as soon as he appeared, you know everybody started to take it and run with it. Um, but to to their defense, they didn't tell us that anything else was going to be happening. They just kind of said, "Here's here's something fun." And uh, the theory started, of course, like anything. Yeah. And um, the expectations became disappointment for some people. Um, And I I was similar in that, like halfway through the episode, I realized this wasn't going to be quite what we were expecting. And the funny thing is that this was a great end to a story. This was a, a, for one, it was a great end to a TV series. It was really fun. Um, And it was a really nice, charming, like end chapter for, for Vision. And if we just took it at face value of this is Wanda Vision's story, then it's a home run to me. Um, the the expectations that we had of setting up so many other things are where it fell flat, um, or you know you, you can say fell flat, but that obviously isn't apparently what they were trying to do. Um, so for us, it's like a little bit of a disappointment that we didn't see like multiversal stuff, no X Men stuff. Um, didn't necessarily set up anything except for you know a Captain Marvel storyline, um, and then a potential what what's to come with with Wanda in the final scene. Um, no Doctor Strange, no no crazy cameo. Uh, Paul Bettany's actor that he has always wanted to work with turned out to be Paul Bettany. Um, so shout out to Paul for the ultimate troll job on on Marvel fans. Uh, so it, it, it's been a really fun series and it wrapped up in a way that made complete sense for that series. And at face value, we got a pretty darn good show and they did leave things off in many different ways where they can kind of go from here, but they didn't really give us strong hints either way. Um, so that's, that's my initial thoughts. I was very happy with the series as a whole. Um, a little bit let down by the lack of uh, future stuff that they attended to in the final episode, but I mean, you can't complain about the whole experience. No, um, and I think you're right. I mean, I, I think basically our expectations for setup was far more grand than theirs, which is fine because this was just what nine episode TV series. And uh, sometimes you just have to check your expectations. Uh, And I mean, if they really would have followed through with that, with what our expectations were, oh my gosh, like, it would have completely, I probably would have killed the entire tone of what they were going for to begin with. Because if they would have gone episode nine, like exactly how he said it in the last episode, yeah, probably 
looking back on it, it would probably be horrible. Just because of the idea of, like you said, it was WandaVision's story. And they actually, I mean, they do leave, a, like, interpretation for what's to come. Because, number one, there's a vision out there with the memories of the same vision. So, Vision's still alive. He's not gone. He's just out there. Mm -hmm. uh, the white Vision is now literally Vision. Because all of Vision's... Basically, what the entire thing was, and that was the idea of the uh, wood ship is that as the wood rots and you replace the boards is it still the same ship right and that it, well you could say no that it's not because it doesn't have the original parts but yeah I mean it's still the same so basically I mean the 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 white vision and that's that's vision's entire makeup that's what makes vision vision and that's the biggest flaw in Hayward's plan is that he used vision because vision by its by his very nature is like a empathetic even though he's programmed to be evil he's still empathetic towards ideas and towards like narratives and the other vision knows this because no one knows him better than himself yeah so yeah I mean once that vision starts to realize like oh well wait he's just me then he starts to play off of that because that's the one thing that separates Ultron from Vision is that Ultron doesn't have that yeah he's pretty emotionless exactly complete rationality mm -hmm. and while Vision is extremely rational he also has a uh, curiosity about him that makes him unique and that curiosity is what led us to that scene of the vision from the hex basically implanting all of his memories into the uh, spectral whatever you want to call it vision um, and he disappears he, he left the hex as soon as that happened he, so he's still out there Maybe. No. Like, because they didn't show him at like when, when Vision was leaving that room, that was white Vision that apparently flew through to meet Wanda. So yeah. the imaginary one that she created that would have disappeared in the hex was the one left in the little library area. So I'd say it's possible that they did just a little switcheroo because you saw white Vision become normal vision you know he colorized and then broke through the glass but I, I I think it's wait and see on that I don't know if I, I would say it's definitely out there but I'd say it's possible just because they didn't address the other vision so I, I'm I'm full wait and see on that one just because we'll have to check it again but like literally from the angle it looked like uh, white vision became enveloped in you know visions entity and then flew out the window to meet Wanda, which would kind of mean that the Hex would just get rid of the other vision. Um, that was my interpretation. But mm. I guess we'll see you know, how they, how they treat that. And the fact that they didn't address it at all, that the second vision would have to be you know, killed by the Hex or whatever, 
it leaves it open to well what did happen to it especially because the mind stone was technically in the one that would have died so i'm still a little bit confused as to where that would you know go unless the mind stone was literally just not real and it was functioning as a mind stone so yeah i don't know so we'll see my my interpretation of it is and we get this from the end when when wanda's talking to vision for what could be or not what could be but what uh was for the show's purpose the last time that they talk in that Vision was just a creation from Wanda, but it's also half like Vision is connected to the Mind Stone, and the Mind Stone is also connected to Wanda, so they're both intertwined within each other, which is probably how that worked to begin with, and how how they became in a relationship to begin with is just because it was destiny because of the Mind Stone. Um. But she was definitely he's definitely a creation from the part of the Mind Stone that is within Wanda. So the appearance part of him, like it's not a functioning Mind Stone. Uh, right. It's just a you know that that's how he was created. So that's just how he appears. The thing with the other vision, though, that I took from it because of the angle and everything else is I think like Vision does he's thinking like 20 steps ahead because that's what Vision does he thinks 20 steps ahead he's a computer so he's thinking well I know that I can't live without the hex but I also know that the hex must be like gone so if I trick this other Vision into not thinking rationally for a moment. I can implant my memories into him. He can survive because he can survive with or without the hex. And someday down the road, like they say in the end, they'll say hello again. And this time it'll be legit because he's not just some random creation out of pain and he's not bound to one area or uh, universe or whatever so that's that was my interpretation of it because just how they ended the show with with the two of them with Wanda and Vision uh, and it makes it makes sense because I, I don't think that that's the Vision that confronts Wanda I think we'd have to watch this back like we'd have to watch the scene back but I think basically it's like this like there's a library here they're talking the white vision goes straight up through and straight up yeah. through the hex and then the one goes out the door i'll let you watch the little mini that's why it's a little bit confusing to me because if if the physical bodied vision was there at the end with wanda why would did the physical body vision get taken out of the hex in the same fashion that the other vision would have you know it's a little bit confusing because it's still real vibranium like it's an actual body that was on the outside of the hex so yeah it throws me off a little bit i'm, I'm just not sure wait are you saying like why he's not the same or like why the no he vision? he disappeared when um at the end of the episode when he 
you know, goes away with the hex as uh, Wanda was dismantling the whole hex, mm-hmm. and she just is by herself. But there's no body. There's no vision body that remains after he disappears. Yeah, because there but, was never one to begin with. But the white vision mm-hmm. is the one that was in the house with her at the end. No. That's what the this, this show says, though. No, no, no. He went straight up through the library. Mm-hmm. The other one went out the door to can see the kids. Well, the it wasn't out the door. That was out the window. He was at the front like window. Fully colorized. So either. it could be completely like I could his, be completely uh, thrown off by the two different glass windows. I think you're. Yeah, you might be a little bit thrown off by that. Um, and another thing, uh, he wasn't. I don't think he was fully colorized either. I think his eyes and his like his little thing in his head changed color for a moment. Oh, no, no, yeah. I'm not speculating that he just, like, completely changed color uh, off scene. What I was thinking, personally, was that uh, the glass window breaking was vision flying out. So Ah, I I think I was mistaken on the angle, Mm -hmm. um, which threw me off because it's 4.20 in the morning. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I I think you're, you're correct that it appears... That white vision is now out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. that kind of makes me a little bit more excited than I even was before. Because I, as I mentioned, we've watched this once, and so our very first um, memory of everything is what we're going off of. So what li- I, what I think- live reaction, uh, and hopefully, I'm not making too many mistakes from the episode. <laughs> what I think is really cool, though, is that. Um, if he's thinking that far ahead in that scene, he's not only implanting his memories into that vision, he's giving his thoughts on everything else at the moment, too. Which is why he would have disappeared. Why he wouldn't stay. Because he would disappear because, well, you know, number one, let Wanda heal from everything. And then let this kind of dissipate. And then... Figure some stuff out on your own as well. You know? Like, it's, uh... I don't know. It's one of those things where, uh... If two broken people get into a relationship, then, like... It it can be kind of hard and difficult. It, It just depends on the mindset of both people, right? Like... Can you heal together? Sure. But... In many ways, it's more fruitful to kind of be happy on your own before you get into a relationship. And not even, like, be happy, but just be, like, at peace with with demons or, or be at peace with things that have caused you pain in your life. Rather than having to deal with all of that stress and anxiety and all of that on top of also being in a relationship with someone who's dealing with the exact same thing so maybe that's why he just dipped real quick was to give her a little room to heal before just popping back up in her life (laughs) you know Um, that's just super exciting yeah now that i'm realizing like in the moment i was so just like focused on the fight stuff and i saw somebody crash through a window so i figured it was white vision so what that means is that like west coast avengers is still very much a a possibility 
um, for the the main storyline moving forward between the two of them. Um, it means more Paul Bettany, which is great. Um, and I mean, that just, that leaves open a lot of possibilities. So I, I, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm, as soon as I wake up, I'm gonna watch this thing again and get real in depth. Um, but wow, that, that's interesting. So when we leave off uh, the episode, I mean, at this point, everybody's in different places now. Um, the whole town of Westview is reset to its kind of natural state. Uh, Agatha is now forever cast as Agnes until proven otherwise by, by Wanda. Um, Wanda is out in the middle of nowhere. Basically, it seems like she's almost practicing or something in her room, uh, sitting there, Sorcerer Supreme style, mm. uh, you know, elevated above the floor. And she's just kind of flying, you know, jittery yeah. in, in, in the same style that she saw Doctor Strange when he was like looking into the future. But she has the book and she, it's almost like she's studying because she doesn't want to lose again to another witch or something like that. But the way they they like made it look, it did appear a little bit evil or maybe something she shouldn't be doing yeah. at the very least. Um, and then we also have Monica seems fully immersed in the spectrum role at this point. And um, she is basically being summoned to go talk to the principal, <laughs> Nick Fury, or something like that, because mm -hmm. he's up in the spaceship the last time we saw. And uh, there's a scroll. Uh, you know, we did get a scroll. We did get uh, a scroll. And they basically said, hey, you need to go see, you know, mm -hmm. somebody up there. And apparently, you know, who else but Nick Fury... Oh, would that make sense, you know, to speak to? There, and there's there's other scrolls that could be at play as well. But um, that's where everybody's at. Jimmy Woo looks like he is going to be doing cleanup duty in Westview. Darcy kind of dipped on him. <laughs> so yeah. I was a little bit disappointed there. Cause <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I thought they were kind of like setting up a little bit of a spinoff thing um, because we may see more of Westview in the future. But, yeah, that's where pretty much everybody's at. Hayward got arrested. Um, as far as we know, you know, it could be somebody took him that was also a bad guy, and they're just like, "Hey, well, you're in big trouble, Mister," and yeah. puts him in the fake, you know, yeah. uh, handcuffs, and then takes him to the back room, and they all have a scroll party. Yeah, so everybody ended in a different place. Uh, the one thing that I was, um, yeah, and we were wrong about many things, but. Uh, nobody else was a witch. Nobody else was a factor, honestly, at all in this series mm -hmm. other than just being a pawn. So, uh, yeah, it came down to what we were right about was the kids were not real. Um, that vision wasn't making it out, but we thought there was a possibility that vision could leave. They would um, merge yeah, yeah. That, that was one thing. And they basically did merge. He, he gave him his sensibilities and his memories. We did get a scroll. Although <laughs> we it did get a scroll. Um, which, which actually, it, 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 it opens my eyes to what they're doing with the scrolls, which is, uh, I'm not saying that it won't ever happen, but it doesn't seem like they're ever... Well, I wouldn't say it doesn't seem like they're ever going to do it, but it just doesn't seem like at the moment that, that they're ever, like, that they're going to make the scrolls a villain of any kind for the moment, for the foreseeable future. 
because and and my gosh did they make Hayward like really evil for just a human character like he was literally shooting bullets at the kids yeah like he was literally trying to kill the kids and like he's just bad he's just a it's like he's it's, just a horrible human yeah he, he was definitely evil but he was just incompetent yeah you know if he's truly just a human that was doing his job that makes sense cause uh, he's they almost t- told us this early in the series when she said you know i wasn't gonna say it but you were the only guy for the job like you should not have gotten this job yeah and you wonder if there's some resentment in his past against superheroes because he was just irrationally dumb when it came to how to fight against superheroes or how to you know help them even so it was really weird and i don't blame you for thinking he was like something else because he just was making bad decisions over and over and you thought it had to be motivated by something mm-hmm. and, and i thought maybe he was a you know taking orders or something but just turns out at least as far as we know right now he was trash he <laughs> was so trash and i think part of that just plays to the idea within actually within like the x-men universe in that when humans have some sort of power they abuse it it's a story as old as time you give a human a little bit of power they will find a way to manipulate it and abuse it. And they're terrified of somebody else who has power. Exactly. And and once they get a bit of that power, like you said, once they get a little taste of power, everybody else around them that might be a little bit more powerful becomes like public enemy number one for them. So, um, yeah, I think basically that's his story, which is kind of weird because you thought that they might go a little more in depth with it. At least I did. And so, um, I I don't know. I I still think the biggest blow to the gut for me was that Peter is just some dude named Ralph that was just chilling. (laughs) He was just not even a superhero at all. He was just a regular dude that was given some Quicksilver-ish powers through... Okay, so Agatha. that was how you took that, is that she gave him that little yeah, necklace like and it basically necklace. gave him some super speed. Yeah, and that's exactly how it went down. And that he was basically nothing. Um, which, I, like I said before, I mean, it's fine because you know that once they do the X-Men in the MCU, it's going to be recast anyways. So, um, I don't know. It was just a little false sense of optimism I had, I guess for uh, X-Men and, and then some kind of crossover, which is silly, you know, when, the, when you really think about it, because, like, man, they, like, just got the rights to X-Men. There was no way that they were going to do something like that that quick. Uh, but it is cool that Evan Peters was in this show. I will say that. That was really cool that they gave him that shine. Uh, but the, the, the scene with her... At the end, when, and, and I pointed it out to you, because we had the same exact thought, it seemed very Thanos-ish. Like, she was finally kind of at peace. That was the like very first thing I thought. She was drinking and drinking coffee or something, or tea, whatever, or uh, 
Which doesn't make sense because think about this scene, right? She's sitting outside, and maybe it was like second cup. I'll give her that. But she was sitting outside with a mug drinking something. Goes back inside to the pot that's already steaming boiling water again. So maybe well, she's, she's a superhero. Yeah, don't they drink don't and eat at superhero levels? Levels. So she's just having Thor? like five pots of coffee. More. More. <laughs> Kylo Ren. <laughs> More. More. Um. But, yeah, it seems like, um, I don't know, it seems like to me that maybe she has, like, an alternate side to her, or, uh, maybe she's just able to harness this power a little differently than we think. Like, maybe there's Wanda, and then maybe there's the Scarlet Witch, because right. she's definitely learning a lot from the Darkhold. And, uh, and, uh, and that's not good. <laughs> that is not good. Well, have we ever seen her transform like that before? In that, like, at the end of the episode, she just turned from, like, her superpower, you know, persona back to just, like, Wanda. So I don't know if we've ever seen her just go from, like, like Vision does and, you know, takes himself back into Paul Bettany uh, form. Mm. I don't think we've ever seen her just like turn back into Wanda. Well, we've so, never seen her turn into the Scarlet Witch form. Right, which is what I'm so, saying. Like, like, It looks like there's just two different versions yeah. of her period and she right. can turn it on and off as she pleases. But so, that's, it's, it's neat that they like exist at the same time though too. Like They can exist simultaneously which is interesting. Right. Or, or and I I agree, but it's a possibility maybe that that's just like What's her her brain like just is thinking and it, that's like the form of her thinking. Like I don't we don't know anything right now. Like we're waiting to find out where they go with this thing. Right. As we, the one thing, no doubt, I I was right and you were right, is that this is not the end of the Scarlet Witch. This is the beginning. Like this is yeah. literally the first time we we've heard her called her by her name. Um, from from Agnes Agatha, and then now we get the the suit, you know, the the outfit, um, and she, I mean, she was looking like a superhero for the first time, um, and now it looks like we're gonna get more storyline for her because that that was not a scene to be like, okay, she's she's good. It's like no, something's happening, yeah. something weird's going on, yeah, and that perfectly would set up a Doctor Strange, you know, appearance or storyline in the future that she, yeah, she's she's got this book that she is, is really getting into. Um, and over her head, really. Yeah, and and she's she looks like Jordan in the 90s to me, like 1990, where she's tired of getting beat up by the Pistons and, like, yes. she's going all in. I'm going to be the most powerful witch in the world. Well, and that could lead to a little bit of a bad side. That That's what I was going to get at, too, is you get that, that line that Agatha drops. It's the most important line so far in the MCU is that she is more powerful and it has the ability to be more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme, which is Doctor Strange. So... We were wrong about that too. Ah, we, we is a strong we term there. That. Since I disagreed, Scarlet Witch is uh, <laughs> I, I, my it, point was that she is more powerful than him, but just needs to harness it. And yeah. So if she so, does that, 
It's going to get interesting. That's where it gets, yeah, that's exactly where it gets very interesting. But I will say, Doctor Strange has some uniqueness about him that we just haven't tapped into yet. Like I've said before, uh, when we were talking about, like, Hickman's Avengers and stuff like that, he basically can become a god. Like, and that's insane. Like, that's insane power. Um, and we've only gotten one and we've only movie gotten one from movie. him, so... Yeah, yeah, and this is basically this whole WandaVision series, this whole nine episodes, was like a Wanda movie. Yeah, this was her first yeah. solo act, you know, right. with respect to Vision. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, this is interesting. This is good stuff. Um, wow. Yeah, isn't it funny? Like Every episode we talk, it comes down to, like, speaking about it and then we find more and more things to be excited about and then by the end of every episode we're like ready for the next thing like it's so hard to slow down there's so much optimism so many possibilities that it's like even when you get an episode i genuinely believe you know it's really early in the morning right now a lot of people are going to wake up and be really disappointed by this episode i I think it's going to be not very well received by a lot of people that were hoping for future fireworks Mm -hmm. i do hope i really hope that the casual viewer got their just desserts because like this as i was saying last episode this is a very good step-up show for somebody who hasn't really watched marvel they just wanted to watch a fun tv show and if they like the ending of the show like if we saw Magneto or something, that would have been crazy, right? But somebody who's never watched Marvel before, right? They'd be like, "Who is this guy? Wait, what, what's, <laughs> what's up with Agatha? Like, why didn't we, you know, wrap up that storyline?" So, I think it was really cool that they catered to many different audiences, and they gave us enough to talk about as people who love Marvel, and you know, are always talking about the future there's plenty to talk about there mm-hmm. we just weren't shoved it in our face you know like we were kind of wondering if we would be mm-hmm. so i think the family that sits down to watch it tonight is going to be very satisfied with how it ended i think there's going to be some you know snobs i guess yeah. is probably the best way to put it you know exactly. every genre it. has its own yep. people that just like are never satisfied right and i think those people are going to write a lot of blogs today (laughs) yeah well i mean it's just like um um not to get well i'm gonna get way off topic we already know Uh, don't go too far there (laughs) it'll loop around and it'll make sense but yeah i'm gonna get off topic because it's a good comparison star wars their their fan base is massive but if you just listen to the fan base that hates the sequel movies yeah you're you're gonna not look at things like logically from a Disney standpoint, but also logically from a Star Wars standpoint. And it took me a little while to feel that way because, yeah, I don't like sequels either. Like, of the three trilogies that we have, it's definitely the worst of those three. But there's still some uniqueness about it that I found interesting. And and one of those things was this whole theory about that I had with Ben Solo and Rey. And that when Ray dies at the end of episode nine and Ben resurrects her with the healing, force healing, they're dyads in the force. 
So their life forces are connected, which is how they're able to communicate from across the galaxy and see each other, which is something we've never seen in Star Wars before. So when Ben heals her, he's literally giving her his soul to live on. So at the very end of the movie, the most, you know, the the line of any movie that will trigger anyone <laughs> is the whole, like, who are you? I'm Rey Skywalker. Oh, it triggers so many people. But the reality is, yeah, Rey now is a Skywalker because she now has the soul and the life force of Ben Solo. No longer hers. She's basically like a Rey body with Ben's everything else. Which is why she saw Luke and Leia. So, yes, you're going to have a lot of fans that don't, that, that are just, you know, please me, please me, give me what I want, give me what I want. And when they don't, then, oh man, they get, they get ten kinds of butthurt, man. But that's fine. You know, you're, you're, you cannot, that's the beauty of it, is that you cannot please every single person out there. Marvel's done a very good job of pleasing a ton of people, though. I will say that. It's hard to find flaws uh, with Marvel, if you actually care about it. Uh, it's very hard to find flaws within Marvel. I think the overall point of that is not to look for the flaws. Like, it's We acknowledge there's going to be flaws. Yeah. And no series is perfect. No um, movie is perfect. So if you genuinely enjoy watching it, then, you know, just just take the, the good and you can criticize the bad. And, and we're going to criticize something if it's not very good. But as we always talk about, if we like rank the Marvel movies, it's like I've never not enjoyed a Marvel film. <laughs> you know, you can say Thor 2 was slow. Um, Iron Man 2 was just, you know, blah sometimes, but compared to what, <laughs> you know? Right. So, yeah, I, I think, you know, it's, it's always going to have some drawbacks uh, when fan bases get massive. And uh, But I think overall today, it's going to be a really good um, response moving forward because the other great thing about Marvel is that Maybe maybe WandaVision wasn't your type of story, and that's fine, because Falcon and Winter Soldier is in two weeks. So yep. that's what's really amazing about what's going on right now is that like there's something for everybody, mm-hmm. and even within the show there was something for everybody. But I can understand if you just like weren't into the sitcom thing, whatever, you just didn't want to get into it. Um, fair enough, you know that that's why we do have another show right around the corner and. Captain America's storyline is completely different than Thor's and completely different from Iron Man's and completely different from everybody's. So we all get something for us. And I think today's episode really gave us a cool season finale for this show that we've really been enjoying. And next week we're going to get, um, you know, another show that's kind of about WandaVision. Hopefully, um, you know, that's a lot of fun just to, to see how, how they made it happen. Um, for one, because we don't know if we're ever going to see Wanda and, and Paul. Um, <laughs> I always get them like mixed up. Uh, Vision and Scarlet on screen again. Uh, so I, I'm hoping that's uh, something we get to really see a lot of cool behind the scenes on. Mm-hmm. Because for one, Vision's behind the scenes must be crazy. I mean, he yeah. does probably three, four hours of makeup. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm curious to see what that 
that entails. And we do, we have one more week of like that content left and then we're off to Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, um, you know, we're going to continue to break down the show, but remember if there's something that's not for you necessarily, there's always one around the corner and we'll be breaking that down as well. So, you know, just keep enjoying all the content for what it is. And, you know, there's always the next one. Right. I mean, it's allow yourself to be entertained. Like, don't, don't, uh, that's just the, the thing with like speculating is when you, it's so much fun. It, it's <laughs> so much fun. But at the same time, certain people kind of get disappointed by, by speculation because they get like too unraveled in it. And I always say I that love like it. as bad as like. Uh, I, I don't know, like as bad as Star Wars Episode Eight was, like it's better than the Star Wars movie I wrote. So like, yeah, I mean, it's, um, I, I just enjoy things for, for what they are and enjoy the moment, enjoy scenes, uh, and just try to take like the positive things that you can take away from it. Um, and like you said, with this, with direction and with character, types character uh storylines like this falcon winter soldier show is basically the exact opposite of what wandavision is right like it's going to be completely different than what wandavision is and same could be said for moon knight same could be said for she hulk same could be said for miss marvel uh what else do we have blade she hulk we have a lot a lot coming. <laughs> Not enough They're time to go They're all going over. to be completely different from each other. And the storylines will be different. And that's what makes Marvel Marvel. Like, if there's not, if there's, you know how many people I've come across that said, eh, you know, I didn't really enjoy the Avengers per se, or like didn't have the time to put in to watch all of those movies, but I really enjoyed like the Netflix Punisher series and like the Defenders and stuff like that. Like, one of my best friends is actually that exact same way. Like, she didn't watch all of the Marvel films, but she really thoroughly enjoyed, like, Daredevil and The Defenders, stuff like that. And that's fine. Like, enjoy what you enjoy. I have a very important question. Where is Wanda? What is that? That seemed like a place we should know. <laughs> but it's also, uh. like... Is she just so. in Alaska? Is she in an alternate reality already? I don't know. Um, I'm fascinated by, did she just like get out of Dodge? Or is there meaning to where she was at? I, I'm, I'm in between right now. I don't think there's really too much meaning. I think it's just purely... Um, I, I think most of it is because of Thanos, right? Like... That was Thanos' goal all along. Wipe out half of existence and create a better universe that thrives. And then watch the sun sunset or sunrise, whatever it was. From a peaceful, grateful universe. Yeah. From his farm. Like and, and that's basically what her thing is, is I've dealt with my you know, what what's killing me inside I've relived and gone through all of that trauma I've uh, dealt with it it seems like very well 
like very well. Yeah, no kidding. Like, um, Congrats to her. She got her closure and yeah, was like, closure. I screwed up. You know, yeah. she acknowledged her own mistakes that she had to give up her family. Yeah, yeah. And so I think it's just purely like the scene was just to show her isolating and uh, kind of just uh, like self, like, like medicating and stuff like that, like so, like uh, being therapeutic. and Right. Because uh, I think we need that sometimes. So... I don't think that there was too much into it. I mean, certainly there's going to be some kind of YouTube channel out there that's like, oh, well, this mountain peak says that this is in... I hope so, because I'm going to watch that video. <laughs> I'm going to watch the video, too. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> See, that's, like, the, that's the speculation I love when they're yeah. just like, you know, I did do the angle of this mountain, and I found out that it relates to this. Like, if go for it. Please, please windows, do tell me. I love when people go put that yeah, up again. It's great. You can see the cameraman is... Right. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I, I love that too, man. I I live for that kind of stuff. But like, um, yeah, I don't think there's too much to it. There might be, but uh, man, I got I, I got really anxious for a moment, like when we panned to the, the Scarlet Witch. So I was like, oh man, that's Doctor Strange. Yeah, I didn't think it was, but. I was like, okay, well, let's see, let's see. And then once I saw like the twitching, I was like, oh shoot, maybe it is Doctor Strange <laughs> because maybe it was like a Rocky kind of thing where he was like training her or something. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I didn't know, but um, now that I've watched it and I saw, again, watched it once. So, <laughs> and it's again, it's so early in the morning. Who knows how much of this is even accurate? It's probably our eyes twitching. Um, and we're gonna, we're gonna like re-listen to this, and it's all just gonna be like Garbage. crazy sounds and <laughs> chittering. Um, yeah. Uh, so, part of me wanted to see, not wanted, because this isn't really what I was thinking in the moment, but like just Doctor Strange literally just looking at her in like uh you know phantom mode you know where he's just like what are you doing (laughs) like he's just he kind of questions her in this you know mode that she's in whatever it is that she's in um i don't know i i I was intrigued because part of me wanted to see dr strange come through the door and just like look at her like she's in training mode um but also i just kind of wanted to see like the crystal ball thing where he's just like checking in and seeing what is she doing you know but as it is they just left it completely open to like the next time we see her i'm guessing she's gonna be in the same spot and then dr strange will be involved um so i'm i'm excited to see where they go with that i think they did a great job of just like giving us something but not telling us anything right giving us something to play with for fun but they're like we're still gonna make you wait to find out exactly what's going on here so i'm excited by that and then having you know monica set up for captain marvel um did this give you any indication as to what they'll do with her it it certainly shows us that there's no like evil side to her she's just purely there to try to do her job Mm -hmm. um but now that she's being summoned up to space it's like 
you're up, Rook. You know, here comes. Right. Uh, she's going to be in, in the storyline of Captain Marvel, and we're going to see where that goes. Do you have any any thoughts about, you know, where that could be going? Uh, I'm really hoping that Rogue is the villain. I mean, that makes complete sense if they're going to have Captain Marvel and Photon uh, with assistance from Nick Fury and the Scrolls to go up against Rogue. Uh, th- that would be kind of cool, actually. Um, I mean, Rogue is is amazingly powerful. Um, and if that's how they're going to introduce, I mean, that's the that's the that's the craziness that we still have to to think about for the next like couple of years. Is how the heck are the X-Men going to be incorporated into all of this mess? Like, we're just now getting off of this, right? And we're, we're speculating now with Doctor Strange 2 and, like, where does this go for Wanda? What does this do for Vision? West Coast Avengers? Well, yada, 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 all this stuff. That's from one show. Nine episodes of one show. We still have all these other shows to go. We still have a ton of movies that are going to be coming out soon. How the frick do the X-Men, like, fit in? How, how are you going to introduce them? Yeah, and I think that that's five years. possibly one of those things that they could do. I mean, it's all speculation. But, um, because when you really think about it, man, like, fo- like Captain Marvel by herself is, like, amazingly powerful. Literally one of the, if not the most like strongest Avenger like yeah and now she has another superhero on her side with Photon um obviously with assistance and help from Nick Fury and Sword um uh, <laughs> like she's now like mingling with the Avengers and stuff like that and I mean we're getting so like the villains for these shows and and movies coming forward like gotta be they gotta be super powerful yep so i think that that's a good starting point because if you give captain marvel like you would have to really do some really creative things in writing to take a obscure character and try to match them up with captain marvel uh, right now uh, so bringing in Rogue or, or somebody like that definitely I, I see that definitely and it kind of fits the theme of what I think they're really trying to do with the Captain Marvel movies in that we want to uh, you know give put women in more of a position like that Instead of it just being dominated by dudes all the time. And I think that that's unique and cool if we get Captain Marvel with Photon, Nick Fury as a side character, and the villain of the show or the villain of the movie is also a female character. Uh, that could be really cool. Really, really awesome. And if they continue to do that, I think that's amazing. So, um, and that's what I hope to see at least. Uh, something like that. Um, but once again, it's all, all speculation. 
Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, that's that's the point, though. We right. have to have fun with speculation, or else we're going to get um, a little bit tired of, of repetition. You know, you have to always kind of look towards the future and mm-hmm. appreciate what you got now. Um, I mean, what twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three? What are we What are we even looking at for Captain Marvel two right now? Um, Probably, I, I would I think it's twenty twenty two. Wow. Um, let me double check that real quick. I was looking up uh, Spider-Man versus Doctor Strange to see, yeah, 2022 is when um, she's going to be there. Nice. Uh, yeah, because like Doctor Strange comes after Spider-Man, so... Like chronologically? Well, no, like the movie release oh, date. Oh, okay. I see it's a year mean. later, or more than a year later, actually. Mm. So... We know that this is a three-part series, basically, that started with WandaVision. We'll go through Spider-Man and, and not end, but, you know, sum up in Doctor Strange. So it's going to be interesting to see how that all works. Like, we may not see Wanda again for a while, right. you know? Um, she could make an appearance in, in Spider-Man, but uh, it... It's going to be interesting. Like, that might be the last time we see her for a couple of years. And, I mean, good for her because she's, <laughs> she's been through enough, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this show is incredibly sad from many different angles. Um, reliving what she's had to go through already. I mean, she's up to six, seven deaths in her close family now. Yeah. Um, you know, in some capacity. Uh, technically, she's lost vision f- like, well, three yeah. times <laughs> now. Three. Probably a fourth in the future yeah. now that <laughs> uh, spectral uh, vision is out there just like hovering in, in the distance. Um, where he ends up is going to be very interesting. Yeah. Because that's going to be very important to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited for that. I'm also kind of excited that he's just a different color. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, it's almost like we've had a plenty of vision in the the pink and the the blue, and the is, gold. Uh, you know, is Ironheart a thing? It's gonna future? be a TV show. It's gonna be a TV show. Oh, that's mm-hmm. gonna be interesting then, because uh, she's gonna have access to Stark tech, and part of Vision is. Maybe. Go under surgery? Stark tech. I don't think he'll be in a surgery, no. I just think that... Uh, I mean, she can she can improve him if need be. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's so many things, man. Um, I feel like going forward, we'll probably see like a passing of the torch, basically, with all of the Avengers. Like, like much like we saw with Cap. Like with these other shows, like She-Hulk, you know, you might get like Ruffalo, like passing the torch basically to the new one. Sure. Uh, Hawkeye, we already kind of know, probably will be the case. Well, it's all already happened because yeah. we've got Stark with Spider-Man. Yep. Captain America with Falcon slash Winter Soldier. Thor with Valkyrie. Well, Thor with and Jane the Foster. next, yeah, the next Thor. So that's coming still. Because um, I don't even, uh, like, Valkyrie's not really an Avenger. Like, she's just kind of there. Mm-hmm. She, he passed a torch yeah. to her as the leader, as of, Asgard, the leader of Asgard, though. Um, yeah. And then there's also been uh, 
Scarlet Witch with like Clint and also um, mm-hmm. Vision himself. So yeah, everybody's had kind of their own mentor or or moment where they were given some sort of power um, from another Avenger, from a current Avenger. So yeah, we'll just we'll see more of that moving forward. And Monica's probably going to get that from Captain Marvel at some point. Yep. So yeah, I mean, it, this is just. It seems like everything that we want paid off eventually gets its day. And today was not that day for anybody but Scarlet and a little bit of Vision. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy for him. <laughs> it's uh, been fun. Yeah. Uh, Scarlet I'm Witch is happy. here. I'm very happy for Vision. Uh, and, you know, much for Wanda as well. But I think Vision's goes a little, like, overlooked. Like he, he's alive. He's still alive. He's still out there. Dude, that's which crazy. Is awesome. I'm so mad that when I was first watching that I didn't even realize they literally yeah. tricked me. Yeah. By an angle of the, <laughs> the glass and the building. I'm terrible at math. Great camera. Pythagorean work. theorem never made sense to me, <laughs> and I was bad with a protractor. So <laughs> I was thrown off, and yeah, square, I was convinced that I was right, and I was looking at the video, and I'm like, nope looks checks out to me so i'm super excited like the fact that white vision's out there he's just uh, chilling that's great and by the way like not like they're gonna be listening to it but like shout out to paul bettany and and um olsen elizabeth Elizabeth olsen Olsen. and katherine hahn i mean come on man this is a great acted series Um, amazing they had to do so many like wild things. Shout out to the wardrobe. I mean, come on. This was such a cool show. VFX. It's really hard to pull out. Yeah, VFX for sure. And to do it in so many different styles. Mm-hmm. And I saw people like outside of the MCU were like roasting their um, look for Agnes in her like magical form, Agatha. Um, but that was the point was that the hex was in the 1990s and early 2000s which is where the the visual effects you know were supposed to align with they were like mm-hmm. it looks like early 2000s disney channel it's like that's the point that's the point they did their job then yeah. you know like it wasn't like wanda was like okay well oh man i'm really stressed out now so i guess i'll change every everything to current day like that that was not what we were told the story told us that they were going through through the decades yeah so I mean, everybody in the show, that's why kind of I'm really excited for next week to see how they did this whole thing because I think they really deserve um, to be, uh, you know, lauded for what they've done. Um, They turned a show that was really, really dangerous because this could have gone really badly (laughs) um, because this was not what they've done before. They've never done anything like this. So them taking that risk, like shout out to Kevin Feige for for making this happen and giving Wanda and Vision when we thought there was nothing left to tell. Yeah. All of a sudden they gave us this wonderful storyline and gave Paul Bettany um, and Elizabeth a chance to really show their acting skills uh, away from the superstardom of everybody else um, and along the way introducing a really talented, you know, Tiana Paris. Um, yep. That the upside is really pretty cool for for what this series has done, and Catherine Hahn. We always talk about like they get really good actors for like a pivotal role as a villain. Mm. That was their 
maybe their best cast of this entire thing was getting Catherine to exactly trick us and take us through this story because she was just she was hilarious she was fun she was evil she was convincing um i mean there was for a moment there i was like wait a second it, are we going to end this series with a powerless scarlet witch a powerless you know um wanda maximoff i i didn't think it was gonna happen but i was like <laughs> yeah, like, uh, she's, I don't know, man. And it looked like Wanda was kind of like giving up her powers, and yeah. you know, she was like throwing magic at her, and she was just absorbing it. And like, maybe this is Ragnarok. Maybe this is how it just happens. This is what happens. And then the fact that she took the rune, you know, Ragnarok. thing from from Agatha, and she's like, you know, I cast these runes a while ago. So basically, what that tells me somewhat is that she just was toying with her the entire fight you know she yeah. once she realized that she was pretty powerful um agatha uh, i think she just started throwing things you know she was thrown off she was hitting her with one and then throwing at the wall hitting her with one throwing her at the wall i think one thing that would be confusing for that scene for like a casual person probably would be like well she transferred all of her power to her no that was like a illusion like illusion magic well and she she might have transferred a little bit. 90% of it even but the thing is by the time she casts the runes even 10% of power is going to usurp 0% of power exactly so it was cool because during the fight I was going what? she's missing on like half of her shots <laughs> but also you're like but she's not even hitting her she's giving her powers to her so it was a little bit confusing in the moment but then you realize oh she's been throwing you know here's my power distracting her as i'm setting up my runes you know behind you mm-hmm. i was like that's pretty cool that's that's creative and innovative and i've never you know obviously never seen that tactic in a fight before so uh i was i was impressed by that little little moment because it took me a little bit to figure it out i'm like when did she put the runes there you know was this all fake like is she just making this up in in agatha's mind like but then i realized oh she's just throwing them at the the hex and then eventually she got the runes you know down so that was that was a fun fight that was a very fun fight ah man i am so excited for what's to come and we probably missed a lot of things too i'm curious to see not not even in a bad way just like there's so much stuff in a marvel show and, and movie that like initial reactions those are fun and that's why we're doing this because this is our raw emotion um but there might be more stuff to cover so we may have more to talk about Mm, yeah for sure for sure um man i gotta say this this does something to my expectations for falcon and winter soldier i i gotta i gotta check as i said earlier i gotta check my expectations just a little bit I think I said the last episode, I felt like it was like a guarantee. I was trying to call my shot Babe Ruth style and saying that Wolverine would like <laughs> pop off and debut. In, in How Winter far Soldier. off were we in our oh, predi- Don't listen to our prediction gosh. show, apparently. Yeah. Or do and, and laugh. I mean, it, no, it, it ain't happening, man. But There's everybody no was wrong about everything. True. Yeah. I, I, nobody could have guessed this. 100% right there's zero chance well you could have you just wouldn't have had to try very hard because yeah. though it's not like necessarily yeah. predictable 
uh, in the way it happened, yeah. like the, the sum of all the parts was very predictable. Like yeah. they just they overcame. Yeah, That's pretty much it. It's just once again, like being a Marvel fans, you're like, oh, this could happen. This you know too much. You know way too much. Exactly. And sometimes it's just the logical things that make the most sense. And that's what they did. They just went with, okay, this is a show about Wanda and Vision. We're not going to make it about Magneto or uh, right. Fisto. We or kept asking for things that weren't Nightmare. actually a part of the show. Yeah. You know? yeah. And it was because never because it was boring or anything. It was just like, that, by the way? what else could there be? You know, We always want more. How wild is that? Like, this show is about two characters healing, and it's their backstory basically and we're like I, I, I would rather see Magneto in the end <laughs> <laughs> I, right, right, I would right. rather see Mephisto in the end we get introduced to a great character in Agatha Harkness and we're like uh, I don't think she's the main villain <laughs> like how wild is that we yeah. are wow and it's not just us it's like a lot of people we're like, oh no, Agatha's not the main villain. It's it's Mephisto. Mephisto's in the bunny. Or like Mephisto's doing. What happened else. to the bunny? The bunny was just a thing. It wasn't know. even. But it, it ate a bird, so it wasn't a bunny. No. So there's something, there's something there. About it. And it, maybe it is a Mephisto or Nightmare or whatever, but like we don't get to find out right now, apparently. No. I hope somebody asks Kevin because nothing. The bunny never came up. Yeah. Which was a little frustrating. Like where's that bunny at? For real. And did it escape the hex or is it what what happened to it? I don't know. Maybe it's gonna die if it doesn't get food. Like nobody's there to take care of it. They eat grass and stuff. It'll be fine. I'm not sure. My how again, just watching it once, when Monica ripped the, the necklace off of Peter, whatever, Ralph, um that was the last we saw of him. Yeah. So what makes you go to the complete conclusion that it was just a random dude? Because when she was looking at the like billing statements for the house and stuff, uh-huh. it just said Ralph whatever. And right, the but that's not Ralph. Was Ralph. That's totally Ralph. That was just a that was just that a, he looks a, exactly like X-Men yeah. Peter? Yeah, exactly. They just cast him for that role specifically <laughs> to give a little like nudge to the people who've been watching the X-Men the whole time and being like oh hey here's Evan Peters this is the guy that played Quicksilver and we're gonna make him like a fake Quicksilver for a moment and then he's actually cast as just some dude that was living inside the hex I suppose that's possible I I in my opinion she just forged those initially um you're still holding on to hope no no (laughs) I, I never had hope that that Peter was much um I just I don't think that he was just this dude living in town that looks like something because she said it was her husband, Ralph, mm-hmm. and he's he's young, and yeah. she's not playing somebody that's like twenty five. Well, we also never saw him, so it was once again one of those little diversion tactics of oh yeah I'm married and you're never gonna see him, right? And then when you finally do, it just makes no sense because I just made this up. Yeah, I <laughs> I, I don't know if Ralph even existed at all. Um, I don't. I don't. I just don't know if that was like a real house. I, I don't know if there's anything to that at all. I would assume um, that. To your point with Ralph, I would assume that the reason, it, like, because we saw him what episode six was where he 
popped off for the first time, or episode five, somewhere around there. So the first few episodes, it was probably her working in the like basement of number one, trying to get a spell and an item to equip it to, uh, and then you know he's just chilling in the basement because she doesn't want him to pop out yet because she doesn't have full control over everything just to, just at the moment. So probably just took a little time, and that's why the whole Ralph thing was just a smokescreen. Like his name really was Ralph. But I don't know. I don't. I yeah. don't buy that one. I I think she cause, well because she told us that she basically got her other brother. You know when she was talking about mm. um, what she did in the the monologue. Yeah, she said it was. Um, she just said possession. That basically, she couldn't. She couldn't get the actual Quicksilver, so she just kind of created one. Right, and that could be... Um, and she just needed, basically, like I said in the last, like in the preview episode, where I thought it would be Peter, because she needed the body, but in reality, the body was just some dude named Ralph that just, you know, as casting would happen. I just, I just can't, I can't picture, like, a random dude just looking exactly like him. That wouldn't make sense to me, so... Well... I'm waiting to see on that one. You gotta think about it, though, like... As far as the MCU is concerned, none of those X-Men characters exist yet. So yeah, I just the, yeah. there's no point in casting Evan Peters as, as a that. random guy, like a, a guy that just lives in Westview. That that seems like something that they wouldn't do to me. But I don't know. We we may find out. We may never see him again ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, and maybe it'll be discussed next week. I don't know. Um, I, I'm intrigued to see what because now that they can talk about it they might give us just more um, intuition on what exactly they were doing there yeah. it just it was I didn't read it as there was a dude living in town named Ralph that mm-hmm. that was not what I was guessing I, I was assuming maybe there is somebody named Ralph but he wasn't there at the moment uh, but I don't know you, you can be very right and it's just like we're gonna throw in this guy that you recognize to throw you off or something. That could be. I don't well, know. It's also very early in the morning. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so, we'll see. Yeah. He was. Uh, yeah. When he got the necklace ripped off, I was thinking, okay, she took away um, the trance or whatever you want to call it that mm-hmm. he was under, and now he's just like regular. The one thing I I would have needed to see is that he can still run really fast. Yeah. Um, because I don't know, it's kind of odd. See, that's it, the I thing. don't think she can give other people powers. You know, I don't know if she's that equipped because yeah. Scarlet Witch can, yeah. but I don't know if Agatha was able to. I don't know. Well, apparently, I, I think so. Um, because that would have been the, the dead giveaway that it was the real Peter was because if it was the first thing that would have happened once that spell would have broken was he would have gone crazy he would have been running all over the place because that's his thing is like sure okay I don't know what just happened so let me spend literally like two seconds of real time to gather like a year's worth of information right. real fast. That's a great so point. So I can figure out where I'm he at. He would have been in that. On. He would have helped. Exactly. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's a really good point. I guess part of me is just like, well, 
Yeah, I, I don't think it was like X Men Peter. So I guess it's it doesn't like dilute what I was saying, but um, if it was, it definitely like that's out out of the question. Um, but perhaps she, he was just like a part of this whole thing. But also, like as soon as she brought him here, he might have you know been stuck here through her powers, and then perhaps he was sent back over there. I don't know. It's just, it's odd to me that there would be just like a random dude named Ralph that happens to look like him. So that, yeah. that one threw me off. But yeah. so, I mean, anything's possible. They might've just been having fun. Um, was there anything that was like stood out to you that you're still a little like what happened there or anything that particularly has excited you that we haven't discussed? No, I think, um, I think it was pretty straightforward. Oh, Darcy. Uh, Darcy came in and hit Hayward. Did I she was right about seconds. one thing. <laughs> yeah. She, she was she had a big impact on on helping thing, yeah. the other people. Yeah. I was right about one thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she had like five seconds of fame in that episode. Uh, which kinda sucks. Well, that's all that was needed. It's all it's all you know whatever she's I, still I out we'll, there we'll see her they addressed the her in the her first post credits that she dipped yep um plus thor's on earth now so well sorry asgard's on earth now yeah so darcy could potentially you know go back to to asgard with natalie and all them we'll see that'll be dope that i just go back and forth between, between calling people names? their real names and, and their, their acting uh oh we're using our making up names now oh i'm spider-man right <laughs> i love that because dr strange what a what a interesting like i wouldn't want to have my surgery Dude, done by a dr strange that sounds like the guy that takes your teeth out and sells it some of his lines i think in that movie alone are just hilarious like uh he's like looks at Peter for the first time he's like is this is this your ward mm. <laughs> like what does that even mean and then like he's talking to Quill for the first time he's like what master do you serve <laughs> like yeah you that, want was, me to say, that Jesus? was hilarious <laughs> that, that's such a great strange in, interacting with literally anybody he's great is hilarious including Wong who kind of oh, gets him dude. like yeah. Wong understands most of what he's saying he's still like Wong is us Wong's hilarious you know Wong is literally us because he understands beast. both sides of it <laughs> like he understands he understands what Stephen Strange is saying right at the same time he's like you know you sound kind of crazy right now right like you can back that up real fast what did you think of the uh, Scarlet Witch outfit it looks awesome I, I'm I, I that's the one thing that I think I've really, really enjoyed so much about the MCU is they take the, the character design. They take something from the comics that looks kind of weird and they make it look awesome. Yeah, the like comic one sucks. Falcon is the perfect example of that because there was no way dope. that they could do that in real life. <laughs> like, that looks weird. But in the comics, it's fine. In the comics, it looks awesome. But to do that in real life, uh, it ain't gonna work. I a big reason why I don't want him to be like full Captain America is because I love his Falcon outfit. Yeah, like he's his wings are dope. I, I I like it a lot. I will say I love the the uh, 
uh, Sam Wilson cap outfit. It looks a little bit different and it looks unique and it's in its own right. I don't know that we'll ever see it. We might. We probably but, will at some point. Um, I don't know. I, I'm really excited too to see what they do with Bucky because uh, I don't know if it's ever been said on this channel, but uh, Bucky was like my. I don't know why, but he was like my first actual favorite yeah. character in the MCU. No doubt. Was Bucky. So like he used to talk about him all the time. I was like, shut up, dude. He's so trash. <laughs> Come yeah, on, man. he's so trash. <laughs> he's so weak in the MCU. There is nothing about him that is. Well, he's like also one of the deadliest characters we've ever had in the MCU, but yeah. on screen, he just stays losing fights. What I don't understand, <laughs> everybody. What I don't understand, I guess, and it's like the drawback, and it's because I like Bucky, and no one else does is that how did he go from being such an awesome character in the Winter Soldier to, like, nothing in every scene since? Like, he's yeah, he's going to have his own show now, and we might see some really awesome scenes from him, but, dude, he did nothing for, like, at least three movies. Well, remember, he was still under his little trance there. When he's at his apex, yeah, it's when he's like, evil. You yeah, know? I guess that's right. So now he has right a conscience there. and he low-key hates himself. So yeah, he's just running around all the time going, I'm a monster. I've killed dozens of people, hundreds of people probably. And he's always like, Captain America's my little brother that became really a lot cooler than me. Like, I'm <laughs> not valuable. <laughs> and what's cool is that he's found like a hatred of... Sam Wilson and now they share that hatred with each other yeah so they both fight all the time like I hate you but you right you, like right? they have each other's backs but they're also completely tired of being associated with each other which is gonna be the fun you know dynamic between the two of them like they're not really friends but they just can't like leave each other yeah um, so yeah I'm excited to see that play out on screen because that's kinda like they're friends-ish in real life but they're also like they're frenemies. Like, Sebastian's like, dude, shut up. Yes. Stop talking. Yes. You're annoying. You're Clarence, you know? And then he's <laughs> like, you know, why don't you, why don't you get a middle arm? Yeah. Maybe. So it's going to be fun to watch. Um, we'll have a preview episode for, for Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, we'll do that in a, a week or two. Um, yeah. I'm excited for that. It'll be two weeks before it comes out. Yeah. Um, next week, we, we might have some more WandaVision content just to wrap things up. If we find out more, uh, we'll definitely talk about it and, and see where we can go with that. Uh, what else? What else could we do? Well, I mean, like, well, there's another show coming out next week. So if there's if there's any new stuff that we hear, Kevin Feige talks about anything, um, then we can you know hop on and just talk for a little bit. Hypothetical castings, maybe. I mean, of what? Yeah. Out of Warlock or no, just just WandaVision related stuff right now. Um, I mean, we can do whatever we want anytime, yeah. but just related to WandaVision, we'll we'll get something out um, next week. Um, oh, sure, sure, just sure. to just talk about it. We got plenty of of topics coming up in the future. Um, and if you're at this point of the episode and you want stuff in the future and you want to hear more things, uh, please do comment and and let us know, and we'll talk about it and. Um, 
there's no no thing we won't talk about within the MCU or or if you want to hear something you know DC related. We got the Snyder cut coming out before too long. Um, definitely gonna. I've been hearing some weird. Not stuff buy that, but I won't illegally watch it either. <clears throat> just so everybody knows. <laughs> uh, but yeah, four hours long. It's probably worth the price, but yeah, um, whatever. So yeah, we'll we'll talk about everything that's coming up here in the near future. Near future. Super excited for Falcon Winter Soldier. Thank you for joining us on this Wandavision ride, um, and we've got you know some fun stuff coming out really soon. So please do uh, kind of just give us a shot with with any of the episodes that you see. Uh, some of the earlier ones we're pretty proud of that weren't up when we had a substantial, you know, base of people listening to it. So, um, thank you for everything. Thank you for the comments. Thank you for the likes. Thank you for all the new people. Let us know what we can do for you and we'll talk to you soon. Peace.